So today's talk is called Thought. We get out of it what we put into it. And that is, uh, that's a promise. Thought. We get out of it what we put into it. Most of, it would, most of us would prefer that that not be a promise. Because it means there are results to all my thinking. To, to look, so look at our thoughts. You don't think about some of the things you think about all day long. And are they, are they, are you reaping, are you sowing uh, a crop that you want as a result? Do your thoughts of the absence of good in any aspect, any compartment of your life bringing you more abundance? Well, I'll tell you, yes. What there it's bringing you is an abundance of lack. Congratulations. <laughs> and, uh, and it's, uh, but it's, well, I assume nobody wants an abundance of lack, do you? Anybody? <laughs> if, if you uh, said yes, I'd say, be in my office tomorrow and we'll chat about this. Uh, and and so I, it's not meant to scare anybody when I talk about this stuff. When I uh, bring it up, like, there's nothing wrong with us. We're just not always paying attention. And, and we wonder, why is this happening to me? Why did this happen to me? You know, in the beginning, I don't know. And, it, and I don't know that it happened to you so much as it affected you. To, to have, most things to have happened to me would have had to have been personal. And most things that were done uh, that affected me were by people who didn't even know I existed. It just affected me. They weren't aware of me, please. I'm wonderful. Why would they, anybody want to hurt me? <laughs> and so if they hurt me, it's, they didn't know it was me. And I didn't know how to say, hello, it's me, stop it. I didn't know how to say that. I knew how to rebel from it. And I knew how to take on some of those qualities myself so that I could, once they stopped tormenting me, I could take, pick up the rain and torment myself a bit. Uh, thought we get out of it what we put into it. Uh, you know, one of our, our laws is thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. So if I am maintaining thoughts about what is wrong, what is wrong, what is wrong, I get more thoughts about what is wrong, what is wrong, what is wrong. So many peacemakers I know don't really want peace. Because if they got peace, they'd be out of a job. You know, it's, it's, and, and, and it's, I, I, how many things that problems have you ever solved? And before you celebrated the solution, you were looking for the next problem to solve. As if at a certain point, you will run out of problems. You, you, what, does, yes sir? Oh, okay. Oh, I don't do that. I, uh, it's, and it's, again, I'm not scolding. I'm not here to shame. We're not here to be guilty. That would just be another problem to solve. It's, it's not that. I'm here to remind and to point out, highlight, as it were. You know, to highlight our thinking, since we are part of the new thought movement. And we want a new thought, and we want a thought. Actually, we want all thoughts that remind us, I am loved. 
with an everlasting love, and I cannot not be loved. And as long as I have arguments for why I can't be loved, and we all can find those easily, pick up a newspaper, watch the news tonight, 6 o'clock, there are so many reasons why we are not loved, and how we are not loved, unless we take on a new thought. I uh, remember a minister saying, oh no, the evening news is a call for love. It's not a call for guilt. It's not a call for to, to be reminded of the absence of love in the world. It is a call for love. Every, every hideous, I'll call it hideous act of violence and pain inflicted from one being to another, believe it or not, is a call for love. I, I, I have ministers that I mentor, and some of them have had problematic boards of trustees. I do not have that issue here. Thank you, God. I really don't. But they will come, They will say, oh, you know, I got this one, this one, this one, you know, it's out to get me, and this one. I said, no, they're looking for you to minister to them. And you think they're your boss and can fire you. Don't ever look at a board of trustees as your boss. They need you to serve them in spirit. And as soon as you do that, there won't be a conflict anymore. There may be, you know, and, and any new, new minister that goes to a church is going to have a front row lined up to show you everything for you to minister to the four dishes. Are you going to minister to me now? What if I do that? I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. And it's like, stop touching you. Yeah, but you're doing this. Well, it's fine. Love me anyway. Love me anyway. And, and that's, that's the minister's job. And some days we're successful at it, and some days we're not. You know, we haven't had those kind of issues here in a lot of years. But when I came here, a lot of confusion, a lot of upset. I see it in other churches. And, but therapists get it. I remember I had a therapist. I tested. I had to test him and see. And I remember one of the first appointments he had with me, he was late. That didn't go well for me. And I let him know it. Because uh, I didn't understand you have an appointment with me at this time. Why Why would you be late? And he said, well, I'm sure the other person was late or ran over. I said, well, then tell them to end early. Isn't that logical? After I'd been going to him for about a year, he was late one day. And he apologized. And I said, you know, I know you know it matters to me now, so I'm not upset anymore. I needed to be believe I was seen by my therapist. I needed to, to know that. And once I knew that, it didn't matter if he was late anymore. I, it used to upset me so much if David were late for me, because I thought he didn't love me. Didn't like me, even if he were late for me. And then one day it didn't matter anymore. Don't tell him I said that. Uh, <laughs> but it's no longer so personal. It's no longer such a sense of abandonment. So I've gone through that over the years. I remember once my old minister, we had been in Greece together. And when he, the Sunday after we got back, he got up and he told this story that I had been a really integral part of that story. We were at Delphi. And afterward, I was so offended that he left me out of that story. I mean, really offended. 
And on a Tuesday class, I went up to him afterward and I said, you left me out of that story completely, really hurt my feelings. He said, I don't think I did. I said, you did. And then I went and listened to the tape and I was completely in that story. <laughs> I made it up. I made it up that he abandoned me because I could hear it loud and clear. Sean and I were doing this, this, we walked up this hill, then Sean sat there and I sat here. And What we do, thought, we get out of it what we put into it. I nearly lost a friend who was the minister over that, over my making stuff up that didn't happen. I could have lost this one over making up stuff that wasn't true. I, uh, I could have lost this church when I started here, you know, for, as my church, if I had let things be true that weren't true, or tried to make things true that weren't true. And it's, it's the same with my life. I remember when I decided I wanted to love my family. I want to love my family. And so I didn't need them to love me back. I just said, I'm going to love my family. It's just that simple. And I did, and everything changed. Everything changed radically in that, in that home. I was in my 30s when that happened. And so I, I decided I want to experience forgiveness for this one or that one or that one. How do I go about doing this? And every time a thought of resentment would come up, I would pray and I would say, okay, and sometimes you pers I personify God. I talk directly to God, even though I know better. And it's, first, you know, it's, talk from a God consciousness and through affirmations and denials, but sometimes it's God, I don't know how to do this. I know you do, show me. And then I got shown. And everything was different. I suddenly, I, I, there were parts of my past that I didn't need to have be different anymore. And I mean heavy duty damaging parts that I didn't need to be different. But I couldn't have just simply decided for those parts to be different. I just, I needed to simplify. I just need to experience forgiveness. I'm told it's a good thing. Anybody? Anybody ever hear forgiveness is, a, is essential to your life, to your well-being, to your joy? It is essential. And some of us will stay in a living hell before we will forgive some of those people and what they did to us. We will just go down with the ship. And we don't have to. Nobody gets away with anything and everybody gets away with everything. You know, I think, how many, how many character assassinations have you done this week that you haven't gone to a physical jail for? What? I said I can't count enough. Oh, there we go. We'll take your shoes off. And, go. <laughs> uh, and uh, how many character assassinations? Oh, no big deal. They don't know. But energetically, what goes around comes around, and what's worse, it goes into my heart, and it goes into my cells, and you know, and it affects my skin. It affects my body, but it affects my sense of judgment. It affects everything. And again, not to be guilty. Oh, I did this, I said this awful thing. I, I, David and I were talking the other day, and I said, you know, if we're going to have this life that we, we believe we want and that we seem to be working together for a change to uh, go toward, we're really going to have to become conscious of our <coughs> descriptions, of the descriptive words we use to describe events. 
that we, can't, we just can't use words like disgusting anymore or horrible. Bad, I've tried. We're pretty good, we're pretty good about not using the word bad. Uh, but these other words that, that are used to deflect our feelings. You know, we can become aware that, oh, oh, that hurts, you know, whatever it is. But that doesn't mean I have to call it bad as if I know. I, I you know, we, as children, we were taught, use these words uh, as if they are accurate descriptions. Oh, that thing is ugly. No, it isn't. You just don't care for it. It's okay to not like something. It's okay to find something repellent to you emotionally and uh, aesthetically. But it limits us to call it names. To call the weather bad, even to call it good, is to limit it. The weather is... When I breathe it, I feel this way. I feel this freedom. I feel this. That's, that's a healthy acknowledgement. Oh, when I see this, I have this reaction. When I see this or somebody says this, I have this reaction. But it doesn't make them bad. You know, somebody swears a lot. You may not like it, but it doesn't make them evil. If somebody doesn't have good manners... Adults, and we're I'm finding out we're finding more and more people who it's all they can do to get out of bed and get dressed and leave their house, let alone to have good manners. And uh, we would do well to develop a sense of empathy. Took me years and years and years in my spiritual journey to develop any sense of empathy. You know, through through my sobriety and my through my unity training, I was like, "Well, just do this, you'll be fine." I don't understand. Just pray this way. Get on your knees and pray. Your life will be better. Think this way. You'll be better. See, we got new thoughts. Use them. Why are you complaining? Stop complaining and do this. And it didn't occur to me, oh, they can't because they hurt so much. But that's not an excuse to stay hurt. We're here, and we're making new choices. Thought, we get out of it, what we put into it. Thoughts held in mind produce after their kind. The laws of cause and effect. That there, for every effect, there is a cause. But every effect is not the cause. For every cause, there is an effect, positive or negative. And if we, in our love for ourselves, would come to terms with, I don't know and I don't understand, but I'm willing to know that whatever God is, it's good. Uh, and I know a lot of horrible things have happened. When I say horrible, I mean attacking things have happened in the name of God. But that's just because those people were confused. They were confused about God. And maybe if God is a rough word for you, use the word love. I do. I substitute the word love for God a lot. 
so I'm not trying to get something from some old man in the sky. I know love is a reality, and I know I can't describe it. There is, you know, any word I would use would limit it. But as I cast my bread upon the water, so that the waves may bring it back to me, tenfold, a hundredfold, what do you want coming back to you tenfold and a hundredfold? Do you want hatred coming back to you tenfold, a hundredfold? Do you want confusion coming back to you tenfold, a hundredfold? Do you want resentment coming back to you tenfold or a hundredfold? Because we're at the point now where we're deciding what to cast upon the water. We're deciding, consciously or unconsciously, but we've heard this, most of us have heard this too many times now, to, to be unconscious or to, to take, not take responsibility. You know, the yeah buts don't work anymore. Except when they do. It's like, oh, I didn't understand at the time. For David, so many things I was so inconsiderate about years ago, and I said, I didn't have the consciousness for it. I couldn't know that was hurting you. I couldn't understand why you were unhappy. It wouldn't listen to me. Uh, I, uh, I didn't have it in me. I can forgive myself for that. He'll have to decide if he can forgive me for that. And I think in many ways he has. We've stopped throwing things in each other's face. Yeah, but you did. Uh, we're not doing that so much these days. But it's... it's uh, the thoughts I want coming back to me is love. The thoughts I want coming back is generosity. The thoughts I want coming back to me. You see, I was promised when I came into unity that I could be everything that I can be. I was promised riches and honor, we'll use the biblical term. I was promised, they told me I had to tithe and forgive everybody, but I, uh, but I was still promised. They didn't promise me a free ride. Like I could have things that I don't have the consciousness for. Nobody told me that. Nobody told me I could have love that I don't have the consciousness for. Nobody told me I could have uh, a new car that I don't have the consciousness for. Nobody told me I could have friends and family that I don't have the consciousness for. They said, no, develop your consciousness. Put that out and you will reap and you will sow everything that you want to experience. See, it's not about the stuff. It's about the stuff we want to experience, the stuff we want to know ourselves doing and uh, having in the world. So you see, the stuff is just temporary, but the experience of the acquisition of it, the playing with it, the handling of it, the, the sharing it with each other, of all that stuff, that is our gift. I'm gonna read this, hopefully quickly. Uh, metaphysical meaning. A thought is a product of thinking, a mental vibration or impulse. Each thought is an identity that has a central ego around which all its elements revolve. Thoughts are capable of expressing themselves. Every thought clothes itself in a life form according to the character given it by the thinker. The form is simply the conclusion of the thought. So. Everything begins in thought. The chair you are sitting on right now began as a thought. The floor you have your feet on right now began as a thought. This piano began as a thought. Kenneth 
began as a thought. <laughs> Your money, you did. <laughs> you did. Some days I have cast that carelessly upon the water, and I've gotten it back. And some days I've cast them on the water as the riches and honor, and I've gotten that back. So it's it's up to me, apparently, and not up to him. And it takes all blame out of relationship when you do it that way. And uh, everything, everything began as a thought that led to a divine idea that leads to a manifestation positive and negative. So, as we say, why be anything less than everything? We have 24 hours every day. Don't use it to get less than what you want, to be less than you are. Use it to go ahead and develop the consciousness to be everything you are. Thank you. <laughs>